Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hot Feed. My name is Raheem Cox. I'm a professional writer slash podcaster. You can find my books and podcasts via my website, www.rootforcepublications.com. As part of this bi-weekly episode of Hot Feed, I will be discussing topics such as the death of Tyree Nichols, the effects of Instagram, police corruption, and black, black Barbies are in. Not to keep you waiting, let's jump straight into it. Police unjustness in America is a real thing. Sadly, the black community has just been hit hard by police unjustness by officers, officers in Memphis, whom all were black, and by their role as officers of the law, they took enforcement far out of control and ended up taking the life of a 29-year-old man after a traffic stop. The man's name, Tyree Nichols. What occurred as part of a news briefing in, it, in Memphis was these officers pulled Tyree's car over for investigation and after confrontation, kicked, battered, and punched Tyree to the extent where he was later pronounced dead. The video on the scene of the footage even shows these officers electrocuting, tasering, and pepper spraying this young man. Altogether, five officers took place in this heinous act, which whom were all of African American descent. Yes, rare mention of black on black wrong enforcement is citing in the news by police officers. These officers just raised tension levels in the black community drastically. How now by the death of Tyree, the media is viewing this dilemma as 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 wrong as as wrongful and inhumane as the death of Eric Garner. Protests have been held throughout America out of disgust and memory of Tyree who appeared to be a healthy-looking, strong man who had the world ahead of him. Anytime the black community has to add a top on justice by ongoing dilemmas, ran concurrent to their test of upheaval, upheaval dealing with the system already, it plays a large toll on their bearing. That's it for this segment. Next up is the effects of Instagram. Let's get to it. The rise in social media over the years has a share of, of effect on the mood of individuals. Anxiety, a common cause of platforms like Instagram, have said to, to spawn from the uses of more and more online presence. But a new study by Academics for School of Communication has portrayed a different side to the effect coming from an online study. The study shows out of 100 adolescents in the eighth and ninth grade, teens sent DMs containing expressions of happiness at a range four times more frequently than sad ones. How accurate of an overall study this may be, I cannot conclude. It's unusual that certain research shows anxiety factors and others' happiness. I support social media in a way, 
but I feel overusage can be negative. If teens don't have to be on street corners permitting their energy doing unreasonable things, then I suggest it can be beneficial. When you look at how much it, how much can be done by its inaction, communication, expression, business, I wouldn't see why the study of anxiety factors should be taken too serious. Social media in general has grown as large as it has become for a reason. I, though, by by first entering the field of social media, found that it can it can consume a lot of time that was meant to do more purposeful things. That's it for this segment. Next up is migrant and undocumented immigrant laborers. Let's get to it. The, la- the labor that employers a lot of times receive from migrant and undocumented immigrant workers a lot of times is, is a separate exploited market within the workforce. For years, they have found jobs that pay low wages and with companies that often do not maintain health safety standards. Under a new directive issued by President Biden's White House administration, the Department of Homeland Security will now grant migrant and undocumented workers the ability to report workplace violations without jeopardizing their immigration status. I believe this bill is a fundamental practice which should be taken by employers to restrict unfair treatment of migrant and immigrants. Too often in America, certain branches of the government receive too much authoritation which ruins a lot of times the harmony we as American citizens struggle to ensure. It will also protect them from threats and retaliation due to their immigration status from abusive employers. Yes, migrant and immigrants have their share of abiding by norms of the American fulfillment. And just entering the, this country, they have a lot. Of, they have a lot to prove, which gives them validation as as a true American. Certain members of society will always be pushed up. I do wonder now that this bill is in in place. How many of these workers will actually report these issues, which can risk their employment status? That's it for this segment. Next up is. Block named after Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Let's get to it. A proposal to name a New York City block after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who was a leader of the Black Muslim organization, the Nation of Islam, just may be introduced as as of Thursday, February second, two thousand twenty-three. There has, though, been speculation whether to allow the block to be of honor to this man due to his bias, his biased anti-Semitism agenda he lived by he lived by before his death in 1975. A follower of Islam myself, my generation wasn't apparent to his stature as a public as a publical figure. But I have had the time to read many works written by this man. One I can proudly remember 
is a book called How to Eat to Live. To this day, the wisdom by the nation of Islam is instilled in me. After reading How to Eat to Live, I was instructed firsthand by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad on the importance of proper diet and specifically what food to eat. What foods to eat. Muhammad was seen as a controversial leader during his time. He even was the instructor to Malcolm X. Before Malcolm broke away from his pledge, after Muhammad disengagement with the civil rights movement, rates of anti-Semitism hate crimes have increased much in recent times in New York City. Many officials denounced the issue of a of commemoration of this block, stating the the morale Muhammad lived by doesn't gain proper sanction to honor this man. The proposal would name the intersection of West 127th Street and Malcolm X Boulevard as the most uh, most honorable Elijah Muhammad way. I'm sure officials may have some pride tent over his agenda once living. I do credit this man for his devotion towards Islam and the many forms of documentation handed down to me which gained my insight on proper morale. That's it for this segment. Next up is police corruption. Let's get to it. In my prior episode of Hot Feed, I documented police corruption and one particular officer who has been accused of tampering with over 400 cases, which were dismissed by his behalf. Hundreds of cases. This ex-veteran NYPD detective took place and has said to be a deliberate alteration to convict citizens convicted citizens unjustly. I just read in a current, more up-to-date article, this same officer has been allowed to walk away a free man. Charges have been dropped against him after dictation he, he led to many New York City citizens a trip behind bars wrongfully accused. I was in total shock when hearing this and disgusted by the NYPD for a trial and lack of justice on their behalf. There is no excuse someone with so much bogus arrest should be allowed to work. It's almost... It almost made me question my surroundings a little more fondly. Do you as a person have any conception what over a hundred times of wrongdoing at any workplace can detail? It's sad many positions of employment only allow minor or a few visible employer problems. Before a worker is, a worker is laid off, this in my opinion is an open statement to not allow police enforcement preside fully over you or your family's behalf. In my last segment of Hot Feed, I spoke on migrants treated unfairly at work and easily tampered with by employers. 
This should illustrate that America is primarily about the dollar, and injustice is an everyday occurrence with the work field. That's it for this segment. Next up is Black History Pushback. Let's get to it. Still placing years into the 21st century, the dismissal and determinant of visible black history is evident. We are still, as of 2023 in America, living under a conception to shy away from the contributions blacks have staged and benefited to the building of this country. Sad facts. Why these dismissals are still evident majority stem from a White House superiority complex and presidents to the people of color who have improper form of actuality or the backbone and mold to capitalists around America, who to this day vie with the labor African Americans took upon in this country. As said in recent news briefings, as said in a, in a recent news briefing, a new wave of book banning, a push to censor the teaching of black history and race, and even attempts to revise the African-American legacy, all threaten to alter perceptions about history. Though nearly a quarter into the 21st century, technology and social media are providing alternative sources of knowledge so that black history remains unaltered and accessible to all. My take on this, I as a professional writer must first understand, racism is a trait of mankind that can take monumental change to denounce. And the form of extensive change can be nearly impossible to impl- implant into this country. Trying to force any man or woman to fess up and be more understanding while tension within diverse ethnic communities can take generations. In simpler format, it's easier said than done. That's it for this segment. Next up is Black Barbies RA. Let's get to it. The first introduction to the Barbie doll collection around the 50s and 60s were only promotable for white-toned Barbie dolls. And also, throughout the militancy of the 70s of black militancy, Mattel, which started creating black Barbie dolls in 1959, has by 1980 started creating cultural, cultural diversified black Barbie dolls for blacks also. The first four black bo- first four black dolls were not official Barbie dolls, but just friends of Barbie and her buddy Ken, her buddy Ken, who also was white. Over the decades, there has been a large increase in black dolls for the black girls, but a process evolution. At first, black mothers weren't satisfied with the issue of the first black dolls due to their facial features resembling white dolls. In current times, Mattel installed black Barbie dolls with correct hair textures, facial features, skin complexions, different body types, 
and also black barber dolls with diverse differences such as albinism, albinism, and vitiligo. The current black barber dolls are also a reflection of today, today career-minded black women, boosting esteem levels of all girls throughout the world. They even reflect figures like doctors, athletes, such as tennis star Naomi Osaka, and role models such as journalists, civil rights, and women suffrage activists, Ida B. Wells. That's it for this segment. Next up is well-fed kids are better learners. Let's get to it. As a result of COVID-19, Hunger in some states due to expiration of funding has led hundreds of thousands of students without access to free school meals. Students feel hungry when the amount of sugar in their blood gets too low. When kids don't eat properly, the amount of sugar, blood sugar drops, depriving brain cells of the fuel they need. That's why it's harder to focus when you're hungry. I know my academic was very my my academics was very much the effect of a proper or improper breakfast in the morning, and that the medical facts stated in the above paragraph have common cause. Our government and its distribution of wealth sadly blamed government deficits upon issues such as feeding their own children. It is a fact that well-fed kids are better learners. It is also a fact our government's Federal Reserve policies shy away from fundamental needs that keep their country upheld. How can we spend billions on wars, make billions from our existing commerce, and the core makeup that grants formation of this country lacks funding? Well-informed well Americans all know this. That's it for this segment. Next up is wrong people promoted to lead. Let's get to it. Many employers, employers working at positions in employment after years of recollection admit their supervisor or boss should have never had the promotion to lead. It said that half of American workers have left jobs to escape the bad boys, whose behavior may range from micromanagement to acting on their unconscious biases. It would be a great thing for those who employed you to fit the credit. When dealing with American commerce and business, many parts of ownership or business structure originates from people who claim ownership due to a large sum of money they came across. A lot of times, the correlation and systematic breakdown stemming from upper-class families and years of their children superseding Americans sometimes left them out of the role of someone with credit. Shana Waters, Vice President of Strategic Alliances, and partnership at coaching platform better up stated when making promotion decision decisions 
Leaders often place weight on current performance rather than skills required to be a great leader at the next level, which in turn automatically pushes great individual contributors to managerial roles. Well, well, someone has to supervise at the end of the day. Not all institutions or ownership levels are filled by people who are mandated to understand fairness and treatment. And in, a, and in a democracy formed government, these practices will always be placed upon workers. Yes, the individual should understand when they're being overbearing. Sally, this always isn't a common characteristic. That's it for this segment. Next up is hate on social media. Let's get to it. What comes along with wide-scale information flow at the click of a button comes hate-fueled web users who cause great harm to the American public. Americans, before the rise of the internet, looked to gain a way to express their ideas and opinions. 19th century America was a setting that was recreational, more attendable in nature. Your parents or grandparents spent their time doing more purposeful acts for recreation. Unfortunately, many due to the availability of social media platforms use these tools to spread hate by pessimistic character. Some are willing to benefit from social media, but have a hard time doing so due to web lurkers. In a recent article, I spoke on how these social media posts are destroying communities. Unchecked social media companies make it easy for bad actors to promote false claims. Some say, including many parents, these companies have not taken full responsibility of their role as providers stating the government should require social media companies to publicly report or miss on misinformation and hate speech. The way I look at things, young Americans, older Americans, whomever that attends to these platforms must first understand they are privileged and that their pessimistic acts stab themselves in the future. If a time comes that social media suffers a fallout, I can assure you these same web users who cry wolf will be devastated and ridden from what was once an open grant to them. That's the final segment of Hot Feed. I hope you gave much on public awareness. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode. Feel free to stop by my website if you feel Hot Feet was beneficial and donate to the future cause of my book and podcast collections. Once again, my website is www.rootforcepublications.com. Thank you.